God most high. Jesus Christ, he is alone in Israel. Say, God most high. And Jesus Christ, is Elohim Israel, Elohim Israel, Elohim Israel, Elohim Israel, Israel, Elohim Israel, Elohim Israel, God most high, in Jesus Christ, is Elohim Israel. Hello, people of God. Welcome back. Welcome back. I really do like that song, so I decided that why not sing it. So, I'm going to start by apologizing for not um putting up any episode for like I think three weeks or so. But in my defense, I know I'm supposed to say in my defense after I apologize. That's an excuse. But in my defense. I was at camp. I went to camp and I was pretty choked up and pretty um busy. So for today, it's, we're going to be doing a really, not really short, but it's going to be short compared to others. I'm going to be doing a short um podcast episode and it's titled Will of God. You would have seen it, titled Will of God. Now, <laughs> you might be thinking that will of God in marriage, will of God. I, I know that these days when when you say will of God, what people tend to think is that oh, will of God in marriage, let's get married and everything like that. But no, there are so many wills of God. Like it's not just limited to marriage. It could be the will of God as per the job you would take up or the um course you would study in school or what way to go what to do at a point in time but today the will of god i'm going to be speaking about that we're going to be talking about is god himself funny right but i'm going to break it down the will of god that i'm going to be speaking about today is god himself now the will of god for us as Christians, as people generally created by God, is that we have God living in us. The will of God is that we embody him, we take his own image and wear it. The will of God is that we truly be in his image and and in his likeness as he has planned from the beginning. This is the will of God. This is the first will of God that God has for every man. And I know that we have said this countless times, not my will but thine. Not my will but thine. That um, word is so so, um, worthy. That sentence is so worthy. Not my will but thine. Now you have given up your own will. You are asking for the will of God. And God is giving you himself as his will. And after his himself, after you've taken up that his first will, which is himself, he gives you others. He continues by giving you his will in marriage, his will in, in financial situations, his will in educational situations, 
His will in every other aspect of your life. But first you have to take his will. Salvation. First you have to take his will. His likeness. First you have to be circumcised in your heart. First you have to take the gift of sanctification. His will. That is the will I'm going to be talking about today. The will of God is for you to have God living in you. It's for you to have the will of God in you. It's for you to have the Son of God living in you. Now, I know that we know this um, popular passage, John 3, 16, for God so loved, he loved the world, and he gave his only begotten Son. You know, we read it every time so that we do not perish, so that we have everlasting life. It's like one of the first scriptures that most of us got to know while growing up. Now, when you get to know that scripture, did you apply it to your life? It's not just about knowing a scripture. It's about the application of the scripture. It's about dissecting the scripture. The Bible says, rightly dividing the word of truth. Study to show thyself approved. Rightly dividing the word of truth. The word of truth is the scripture. If God did not love the world, God wouldn't have sent his only son. Now, I like to picture this in so many ways. I like to picture this in so many ways. I just sit down and start to think about it. I start to think about the love that Christ has for us. Imagine a mother. A mother that has been barren for years has been seeking and longing and crying for a child. And she gets a child. <clears throat> and it was required for, for, um, from her at the end of the day that she sacrifices this one child for the peace of the nation. It was required of her that this child be the flag bearer of the redemption of a nation. Do you think that this mother would do that? The only child that she has, the apple of her eye. God gave his son. It it says, the Bible says that there was a call in heaven for who to go to the earth to deliver the people of the world. But nobody, nobody came out, save the Lamb of God, the only son of God. Hey. Angels, no angels stood up. The task was so heavy. It was like a heavy, like a very heavy load on the shoulder of whosoever would take it up. None of the elders in heaven, none of the 24 elders volunteered. But the Lamb of God came to take every sin away. He did not just die an ordinary death. He was hung on the tree. He was hung on the cross of Calvary, a wooden cross. Each time I say this, I remember that in, in, the, in Yoruba land, I don't know if it's like that for every other culture, but in Yoruba land, it's a very disgraceful death to be hung on a tree. Like That is the worst death there is. It's usually um, the corpse of... of of a um of a debtor 
or someone that has done something something someone that has done something very hideous has usually left on a tree in urban land they even live it there they don't bury them it decays there and the birds of the earth um, air eats them there now jesus the son of god even the bible says that cost is he that is hung on a tree in your right says that a benefit anything if now look at someone of a royal blood a king himself that rules over an empires look at him being hung on a tree for your sake in the days of the romans crucifixion was was like the most serious crucifixion was a punishment awarded to like the most serious criminals it was not just awarded to anybody they could have stoned the person yes they could have beheaded the person yes but do you know what it takes to be crucified? <laughs> to be hung on a tree. When somebody is crucified, the person has no willpower of his own. There is no stretching of limbs. You know, I don't even know how to explain it. Because when you could try it, like when your hand is hang, hung on something and then the legs are pinned together, how does the person want to stretch? Hey, when the person stretches... There is a certain pain because it will weigh down the hand and it will weigh the legs. And the nail will move. The nail will shift, crack some more bones, pull some more tendons, pull some more veins. Christ was on the tree. In my calculation, for close to three hours or over three hours, he was there in pain. For you to know that he didn't come in, he didn't die in spirit form. He came in man form so that he would taste the suffering. At a point, he asked that the cup be taken away from him. That the cup pass over him. Because the wine of the cup was so bitter. He didn't know if he could bear the bitterness because he was in the form of man. Yet he released himself. To be nailed and to be hung on a tree for your sake, for me and you. He took up the sin of the whole world on his neck. In fact, at the time where he was to surrender his spirit, when he surrendered his spirit, darkness covered the face of the earth. At noon, the first eclipse there is, there was. Should I say that was the first eclipse or... Yes, to me that was the first eclipse, not Joshua and the the um, stopping of the sun at the hill of Ajalon. So for me, I would like to say that that was the first eclipse. If I am wrong, you can correct me. Everywhere was dark. The veil of the temple split into two and people could see into the holies of holies. Jesus, the mediator between God and, and man. Now, I was um, in a bus, which was that, I think, on Sunday. And I had to preach. I just knew that this illustration came to heart. And my mouth started speaking. It's the illustration of God and man, of Jesus and man. Christ is like a boyfriend. A faithful boyfriend. In fact, he demonstrated it 
with um, Osea and the harlots and the children. So Christ is like a man, a boyfriend, faithful, loyal, loving, kind. A boyfriend to a disrespectful girlfriend. A husband to an immoral wife. A wife that goes into adultery today comes back and is forgiven. Goes tomorrow, comes back and is forgiven. That's how Christ is. Christ has taken all the punches, all the blows. He keeps on getting crucified every day by humans. He keeps, he dies daily. They keep on swinging the nails into his hands, causing him pain. Sometimes I wonder Christ looking down from heaven and say, saying, is this the people that I died for, the people that I gave my life for? There's a hymn that says that, I gave, I gave my life for thee. What hast thou given for me? And it says something like, I spent, I spent long years for thee. Has thou spent none for me? Something like that. I cannot believe, remember. But he left the beautiful throne and came. What have you left for him? He's seen that big to live. He left a place filled with gold, silver, every precious stone there is. He came to the earth. He was born in a manger. Hey. In one of the most humble families. He came for you. And what did you what did you do? You pay him back in bad currencies. It is not too late to retrace your step. You know, it is not too late. To come back to him. You know, Christ keeps standing at the door. He keeps staying. He keeps begging that you open unto him. Christ is like a persistent boyfriend that keeps coming. You know how guys go to girls, give me your number now. Alpha, do this. Give me this now. I'll take care of you. But the girl keeps turning down, turning down. Christ is that boyfriend that keeps coming to you. You take all the gifts he has to offer. He brings gifts packaged. He brings wristwatch today. You know, guys, they give you wristwatch. You take it. Give you food. You take it, but you refuse their proposal. Christ is like that persistent boyfriend that keeps on coming. You took all these gifts, but you refuse to open his letters. None of his letters did you open, but you took his gift. You took the gift of life. You took the gift of wealth. You breathe in fresh air. He provides all your needs. Yet, you refuse to open up his letters. You refuse to take him into your life. You refuse to accept him. Christ is waiting outside in the cold weather. Crying unto you, telling you, open up your door. It's begging to give you light, begging to give you all that you have that he has in store. 
but you are refusing. Do not forget that tomorrow may be too late. Accept this will of God so that other wills will come unto you. Other wills will come to you. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and every other thing, every other thing shall be added unto you. What is going through your mind? What are you thinking about? Are you willing to give Christ a chance? This is the end time. Christ is calling unto you. Christ is saying, come, come unto me, child, come. This is the, the Bible says, the day and hour, no one knows. <laughs> the day and hour, when the trumpet shall sound, no one knows, not even the stone. <laughs> Just the Father. You want to play with it. <laughs> you keep saying, they've been talking about this rapture since the days of our fathers. Nothing happened. Everybody's rapture is different. Some people's rapture came two hours ago. Some people's rapture came three hours ago. Some people's rapture is coming soon. Some people's rapture is now. Now. Death is some people's rapture. It comes like a thief in the night. It swings by and it swings people. Why not retrace your step today? You are not the author of your life. You are not the maker of your life. Only he knows the time and day that he's going to take it. I don't know where I listen to this. Okay, I think I listen to it via YouTube. Um, Priscilla, I, I can't pronounce her surname, but S-H-I-R-E-R. She says something like, a 50-year-old person that God has given 90 years or 80 years to spend on earth is much more younger than a 20-year-old person that has only 30 years to spend on it. Are you going to waste the remainder of your years? Every day that goes by signifies your closeness to the grave. You are not getting any younger. This is a message for you. This is a message for me. Christ's will is that we embody him. We embody his son. Is that we accept Christ into our lives. Is that we openly, we holily give ourselves to him. This is my beloved son. Hear him. Listen to the call of Christ. He's calling you. Today, I want you to reflect back. Think back on everything that has happened. And ask God to forgive you. Accept that you are a sinner. Accept it. Don't play the card of ignorance with your creator, the one that knows every move of yours. Don't play that card. It's very risky to play that game with him. Go to him. Come to him. He's ready. He's willing. Say after me, Lord Jesus. I come before your, your throne today. I humbly come. In humility of heart, 
I ask that you forgive me. I know that I am a sin. I ask that you take all my sins away. You wash me clean. I ask that you make me yours. That you take this life of mine and use it for you. I ask that you give me the grace to go and sin no more. I ask that you make me your son. Forgive me, Lord Jesus. Give me your Holy Spirit to guide and direct me in all my ways. I will serve you for the rest of my life. I thank you for having answered my prayers. In Jesus' name, I pray. Lord Jesus, we commit these people before you. We pray that you help them, that you assist them, that you forgive them. Have mercy upon us, O Lord. We come before you. We ask that you have mercy upon us. Forgive us of all our sins. Help us to stop falling and rising. Help us, O Lord, in Jesus' name. The grace to go and sin no more, give unto us, give us your Holy Spirit. Sanctify us, O Lord, circumcise our hearts. Help us to sin no more. Help us to go through this present life as Christians that embody you. Intercede for us in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we pray. I hope that this message blessed you and I hope that you can pass it on to others. In this solemn spirit, I want you to go with Christ by your side every single time. With Christ helping you to navigate through life with Christ as your map. Go with him. He has an antidote to every sickness, every problem. Preach him to others. He is willing to go into any life that comes that calls unto him. This grace of salvation that you have received, share with others. Live a life of Christ. Anything that Jesus would not do, don't let, don't be found doing it. Thank you for listening to this episode. You can share with your friends on your social media handles, pages. You can listen to other episodes and all. Till I come your way next time. I remain aware you are. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I pray that God blesses this word in Jesus' name. Amen. Bye-bye.